You're listening to the Bitcoin and Markets podcast. Check out bitcoinandmarkets.com for more. Today is a free form Friday. What we do on the show, mostly if you're new to the show, we talk about Bitcoin and macro and try to discover uh, where we're going in the future. I mean, we know a lot of the arguments for Bitcoin and we look skeptically at the global financial system, geopolitics going on, national politics in different places. We have to be a little bit careful talking about that. That's how I lost my first YouTube channel was I commented on some international politics that I guess YouTube didn't like and they immediately uh, terminated the channel. But um, anyway, so that's what we do. And uh, you can see on the screen here, this is my website, bitcoinandmarkets.com. Check it out. i put all of my content there. So uh, every live stream, uh, we will be going over several charts uh, and they will be in the associated post. Okay. So that is that. Yeah, it's a little bit of a slow day. I put out on the telegram almost every day. I put a post that, you know, Hey, this is your guys's uh, daily thread for random thoughts. uh, What you're reading, what you're listening to, what you're seeing going on out there and had quite a few people uh, post in there. Uh, There was one story about the weather balloon. That's a Chinese weather balloon that's flying over Montana. It is a little bit weird, but also look at the weather patterns that we're having. I mean, there's like a polar vortex that's about to hit the uh, New England area. It's one of Super, super cold air mass that could be affecting some of these different types of uh, weather balloons out there. It's it's probably not a first. Um, they could shoot it down, but it's it's gigantic. I was reading a story about it. It was like the size of three buses. So I mean, it's not like I mean you're you're shooting down a balloon and this the instruments they're crashing. I mean, it's like a full size, you know, seven forty seven type size crashing down to earth. And yeah, Montana is very sparsely populated, but you know, I I don't think that they're too worried about this. And I I saw one commentator saying that this shows weakness by the U S I mean, maybe the U S intelligence is the, some of the best in the world. And they, they know what's on that air balloon. Um, and they know that Chinese satellites can fly over the U S anyway. It's not like they're going to collect any specific data that they couldn't get in other ways, you know? So um, I don't think that's really a big deal. We'll see what happens uh, in coming days. What else? Somebody, let me go through some of your guys' random thoughts uh, or random posts here. Oh, Craig is right. Yeah. I mean, that's, I was around when that first, when he first came out and I remember watching, there was a Bitcoin conference in Las Vegas and he showed up on a panel and he was kind of a mysterious character. They kind of introduced him, not necessarily as Satoshi, but as one of the original Bitcoiners like that from, you know, way back on the cryptography mailing list and things. I, so I remember when he first came in the space and then he convinced Gavin Andreessen that he was Satoshi. People have always known from the very beginning that he is a fraud and it, it just won't die. It just won't die. 
that this controversy will not die. It's so blatant that he's a scammer. And I don't know. I kind of like the Bitcoin forks in that they uh, were a place for these crazy people to fork off to and not bother with Bitcoin anymore. Of course, I feel bad for Hodlnot and some other, I guess he's going after developers now. Uh, I mean, I feel bad for those people and yeah, I just wish he would go away, but it's it's too lucrative. I mean, these scamming, the, the scams out there are just too lucrative. And that, that does bring up the point too about another post that I had this morning uh, with this Ripple stuff. So apparently Ripple believes they have won a big uh, concession by the SEC in their ongoing court case. They got the SEC to admit to the judge that... I mean, I'm, I don't know the, the exact ins and outs of this, but they got the judge to or the SEC to admit that the secondary market for these unregistered securities somehow makes them not unregistered securities anymore or not trading unregistered securities or the I guess the trading of the unregistered securities is not the bad thing. It's the it's the issuing of the unregistered unregistered securities. So people are trying to get XRP back onto or Ripple shouldn't never call it XRP. OK, it's Ripple trying to get Ripple back onto Coinbase so they can dump on plebs again. But it's bad and frustrating because it would be better if they didn't say anything. But, you know, if Ripple somehow ends up winning in court, it's giving an official a seal of approval from the official SEC for all of these scams. I, I think it's it's very bad precedent if they if they do this. I mean, you might as well not uh, sue. You know, because I don't know, it's just a very frustrating and it points out that the SEC is good for nothing. They are absolutely good for nothing. Uh, anyways, so that's all I had to say about that. Um, oh, I saw this other post by Jim Rickards and let's get into this one. So I had to bring this up. Of course, Jim Rickards is famous in the gold bug space. I bought one of his books way back in the day uh, when I was a gold bug and oh, currency wars. That was what it was called currency wars. And they made a lot of sense. I mean, he's kind of the progenitor of a lot of the stuff like Zoltan Pozar talks about now about Bretton Woods 3.0. Is that what it is? Bretton Woods 3.0. And uh, anyway, so Jim Rickards says, hey, we're, they're going to re-monetize gold. There's a, they're actually talking about this. They're actually planning about this. He, Guys, he war-gamed with the CIA. That's like his claim to fame here. Uh, anyway, that, that was so long ago, and nothing he's claimed or predicted has come to pass in any way, shape, or form that I know of. I, somehow, he still has a gigantic following. It's just like Peter Schiff. I mean, I cannot believe the following and influence that Peter Schiff has. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing that these people can be so wrong for so long and they still have a following. I guess it's all about charisma. It's all about, I guess, just uh, speaking to the choir. You know, there's people that want to believe these things. I mean, I guess that's why the QAnon stuff is so popular because it's just people that want to believe in their fantasies. And so they, they find a personality that's going to stroke their bias. And 
that's it. That's uh, why these people are so popular. So I don't know, but Jim Rickards, he's back here talking about a digital dollar. We talk about CBDCs a lot. CBDCs are a new form of money. They are not credit-based money that we have today. So uh, if a central bank creates a CBDC, they are actually creating a new form of money. They're cutting out commercial banks. Um, you know, everyone will have a bank account with the central bank. Uh, commercial banks will kind of go be dramatically affected. So it's not as easy as just saying, oh, we need to do a digital dollar. First off, dollars are already digital uh, for the most part. So CBDC shouldn't be called a digital dollar. That's kind of silly. Um, but anyway, let's read into this this post here a little bit. Okay, so it says warning shot fired. Another warning shot across the bow just happened. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Mr. Rickards, for letting us in on this. Uh, I warned my readers a few weeks ago about how the Federal Reserve, in cooperation with giant global banks, has launched a 12-week pilot project to test the message systems and payment processes on a new CBDC dollar. A pilot project is not research and development. That's already done. The pilot means that what I call Biden bucks are here, and the backers just want to test the plumbing before they roll the system out on the entire population. The project is due to be completed next month. Oh my gosh, guys. It's it's here. The dreaded US digital dollar CBDC is here. Oh my gosh, they're going to they're going to destroy the economy. They're going to make all of our transactions illegal. It's it's so concerning. Fear, be fearful people. Listen to Jim Rickards. He has the message for you. Okay. In other words, Biden bucks are getting closer to becoming a reality for all of us. Now there is another big development to keep you up to speed. This month, the Digital Dollar Project, DDP, released an updated version of its white paper called Exploring a U.S. CBDC. The project expanded the paper in order to examine central bank digital currency projects internationally, the, uh, though its focus is still on the United States. Since its original white paper release in 2020, CBDC projects worldwide have increased from 35 to 1 14. Okay. The reason why they had to expand to internationally, because nothing's happening in the United States. The Fed has said they cannot do a CBDC. It's beyond their mandate. They would have to get an act of Congress to do a CBDC. And do you think that a CB, do you think that's possible in today's divided Congress and today's hyper-politicized environment? No way. No way. A CBDC is not happening in the United States, 100%. I mean, I guess I should say, <laughs> let's speak in probabilities like George Gammon, okay? 99.9% .9 a CBDC is not happening anytime soon in the United States. I never even heard of this digital do dollar project. It's an NGO. I actually looked into it. Um, it is an NGO. They're probably funded by... Soros or something like that to push an idea of a digital dollar to try to get it into the United States because Powell and the, the New York banks don't want it. They understand it. The Fed actually understands CBDCs extremely well. And I'll always point back to Randall Quarles. He was vice chair at the Fed up to, I think, through 2021. He had a speech where he detailed out 
exactly the problems with CBDCs. He said it better than pr- probably me or people in Bitcoin could say it. They they understand it very well and the problems with the CBDC. So, no, th- this is not happening. The, the powers that be, like the Davos crowd and, you know, the globalists, they want to ha- the U.S. to have a CBDC, but it's, they're not going to. It's just not going to happen. Let's take a look at this digital dollar project because I do have this pulled up. And he said that, oh, the pilot means that the research is done. All right. Well, let's read what this digital dollar project from their updated white paper. Uh, the, The DDP has made significant progress so far, including creating an initial pilot program to explore potential use cases for a digital dollar under real world conditions. In November of 2022, the DDP completed its first private sector initiated simulated U.S. CBDC pilot in partnership with the DTCC and with technical support from Accenture. The pilot explored. So this is research. This is not that it's done and it's ready to be rolled out. The pilot explored how a digital dollar might operate in the U.S., clearing and settlement infrastructure by leveraging distributed ledger technology. The report on the pilot can be assessed here. Okay, this digital ledger technology, trying to blockchain all the things, you know, this the argument that it's not Bitcoin, it's the technology behind Bitcoin that is so revolutionary. There's a company called R3. It was called something before R3. I don't remember what it was, but um, they've been doing this exact same thing for years trying to find a use case for digital uh, distributed ledger technology, trying to find buyers. They've had tons of pilot programs. Every uh, few months there from maybe like 2015 to 2018 or 19, we heard about R3. They were signing some new contract with somebody to do a pilot program for them. And DLT was going to take over the world and and yada, yada, yada. And nothing ever came of it. The more they do things like this, they understand you don't need a blockchain for this. (laughs) That was from Bitcoin Uncensored. Fantastic, fantastic podcast. They, They said, you know, right off the bat, when R3 was getting going, they said, guess what? They're going to find out in about a year's time that they don't need a blockchain because at first it was all blockchain, right? Then six months later, they came out and said, oh, we don't need a blockchain. We need distributed ledger technology. And the guys at Bitcoin Uncensored were like, give them a few months. They'll find out they don't need DLT. And they couldn't find a use case for this. So these, this is the same exact thing. It's just NGOs trying to push this political CBDC narrative forward because it's like I've said before. The technocrats, central planners, status, they think that all that's needed is enough buy-in. All they need is enough people, the, the enough effort, and they can make the proper communist country. They can make the proper central planning. They can achieve seemingly impossible if they just put forth enough effort. And that's exactly what this is. They think, oh, if we just fund more pilot programs, we're going to find a way to make a CBDC legitimate. 
and work properly, but they can't. They have made no progress in the last, say, eight years. They have made no progress on how to use DLT or blockchain for their CBDCs. Zero progress. There's been all these pilot programs and nothing has worked. All right, let's continue to see what they're doing here. Establishing the Open Digital Currency Initiative alongside partners from the Linux Foundation, Hyperledger. That's a red flag if you have Hyperledger on your, your uh, partner list. And Finos, I don't know what Finos is. The ODCI is an open community dedicated to experimentation. No, I thought Jim Rickers told me that the job is done. They're going to launch Biden Bucks next month. <laughs> but they're forming this initiative to have experimentation, information sharing, and public discussions on CBDCs to ensure that central banks develop and deploy digital currencies with the best available technology. Oh, God. Okay, continuing. Launching a technical sandbox program. So they have it like they are still trying to design these and pick the best design. It's an environment to explore potential technical design choices for a U.S. CBDC. The program serves as a collaborative space for DDP participants to examine real world technologies and explore potential implications for business strategies and operations. Again, explore, experiment. Yada, 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 same thing, same, no progress in eight years. Convening high-level subject matter expert working groups to address important and impactful issues that must be addressed as the U.S. considers a digital dollar, including privacy and risk. The DDP and its work privacy working group published privacy principles for a digital dollar in October of 2021. Okay, that brings up the privacy, and we did touch on this in Telegram as well. The government always thinks that privacy means other third parties, right? That the government isn't a third party. So your uh, CBDC will be private to other third parties, but not to the eyes of the government. There, there's no such thing as privacy in CBDC. It's If people say that, they're liars. They're either liars or they're idiots, all right, so that's all. There's a little bit more here of what they're doing, but it's just same old, same old. They can't figure out how to make this work. There's been no progress in eight years. Actually, the progress that has been made in eight years is getting more people to buy into the idea, but no progress has been made on the actual ideas themselves. All right, I'm going to end it there, guys. Thank you for joining me, Ansel Linder, Bitcoin and Markets. A lot of this episode was left on the cutting room floor uh, because it was a couple days old or several days old by the time I got the, out the podcast version. And even though my predictions were quite accurate, the you know it just was behind uh, on the timing. So uh, anyway, I cut that out. If you want more of that, make sure you check out the website, bitcoinandmarkets.com. I just released a new tier on the website. So if you sign up to the Premium Market Pro tier, you're going to get a very special newsletter that's going to come out once a week for the first month only. You can get half price. So if you go to BitcoinAndMarkets.com, you can sign up, try it out, half price, and you guys will love it. Uh, I've been the most accurate uh, macro and Bitcoin forecaster in the space for a couple years now. Uh, so I'm taking that service uh, private, and you're going to get the technical analysis, fundamental analysis, 
uh, comparative analysis between markets, as well as looking at historical, the historical picture. So where we are and where we're going in Bitcoin, great value for the money. Check it out, bitcoinandmarkets.com. 50% off for a limited time. All right, guys, uh, thanks for joining me and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.